Alright guys, welcome back to the V-Word. This is not a happy episode for us to do, but it needs to be done. Today uh, we're going to be talking about the same thing that you're hearing all over a lot of different news outlets, um, and you should be hearing because this is probably the most uh, significant thing I think that's happened in terms of maternal health, child health, the health of our nation, Humanity's humanity, health. since Trump took office, and that's um, the separation of families, immigrant families at the U.S.-Mexico uh, border. And uh, so first, um, we normally start with some news. Our news is the story today, so we'll just get into this. We'll talk about some quick facts about what's happening, um, what's changing, uh, which probably will be different in, in even a day or two. Or even um, hopefully by this afternoon. Yeah. Effects on children um, medically when, when similar situations have happened throughout history. Effects on mothers. And then we'll try to wrap it up with five solid things that you can do right now um, to try to help. We decided we needed to do this episode even though it seems like it's not directly related to women's health, not directly related to vaginas, but all family health, all things that affect our shared humanity have to do with women's health. And this is potentially the most important issue in yeah. our time right now, how we react to this humanitarian crisis. Agreed, agreed. Okay, so... So what's happening? So just to recap, um, for about two months now, the Trump administration has been, um, or has enacted a, a separation policy, a family separation policy, where nearly 2,000 children, and again, we don't know these true numbers because documentation is, you know, not mm-hmm. not being done so well, um, of asylum-seeking families have been separated from their parents and placed in detention centers. Um And some people are going so far as to even describe these places as prisons or concentration camps. We just heard um, former First Lady of the U.S., Laura Bush, compare them to internment camps. And that's essentially what they are. from looking at the pictures. And now there are a lot of pictures, which is Um, helpful, I think. Which we're going to be putting up on Instagram in case you haven't seen enough of these horrifying pictures. But it's, I mean, children of all ages, from babies all the way till, you know, teenagers are being held essentially in cages inside of abandoned warehouses, separated from their parents, um, and basically being used as pawns in a political game. So there's some confusion because the Trump administration policy has been that that they can criminally prosecute all of these immigrants who are coming to cross the border because they are, quote, crossing illegally and therefore committing a crime. However, the reality is they're coming to border crossings. They're not like crossing in the middle of the night and being picked up in the middle of the desert. They're coming to border crossings seeking asylum with their families. Yeah, I think, um, and again, we are not legal experts here, but but a lot of this confusion is what, um, when, we, when we talk about immigrants, the word illegal often comes before it. But for this exact issue, the children who are being held in these detention centers, these are children taken from families who have come legally to the U.S. who are seeking asylum. It's not speaking to families who tried to cross illegally with um, coyotes or, you know, in these other ways. Horrible it's it's ta- Right. It, you're talking about families who are um, seeking asylum from dangerous situations in Central America most often and who come willingly, present themselves to security stations and say, um, this is a situation, here's my family, please help me, like, please let me in. And then they do, and then they detain them. But they can't, 
and again, I don't know the details of why they can't detain the children together, and I think that's sort of some of the news that's coming out 